It's the show after the show. This is the After 9 Podcast with Scott and Kat. Um, happy Easter. Happy Easter to you as well and everybody for downloading. Download. We appreciate it. Downloads. Download. <laughs> uh, it's kind of funny, actually, because everything's closed tomorrow. Yet when the premier said it yesterday, everybody seemed shocked. Like, wow, what the fuck? We're going to close the stores. Yeah, we are. They close <laughs> every normal. year on Good Friday. Yeah, I know. Every fucking year. I know. And and some people, it's, it's so funny, the, the comments that I was seeing on this, because some people are like, oh my God, why are you closing the stores completely down? This is the beginning. Why don't you just close them all? Like, dude, it's Easter. And then other people are trying to point out, like, why would you go out of your way to say it's closed? We know it's closed. Well, believe it or not, I mean, we're going through a different time right now. So I don't blame them for clarifying what needs to be clarified, because it's a weird time, Okay. Everything needs clarification right now because yes. nobody yes. understands anything. I'd rather have over clarification on everything. Clarify that we are still uh, supposed to not be naked in public. Go ahead, clarify that because yeah. I don't. I don't care. Some people might need to hear it. Oh, by the way, speaking of things that apparently need clarification, I have read probably six, maybe seven different stories in the last forty-eight hours of people trying to cough or spit on other people to try and uh, evade arrest or to try and do whatever it is that they're doing. Spitting is gross and nasty at the best of times. Mm -hmm. Right now, it is absolutely unacceptable. Uh, Coughing on a cop who's writing you a ticket, I'm glad they're charging people with assault. And God help you if that cop actually contracts COVID-19. You know, you might think, uh, I'm just going to freak out the cop and cough when he's writing me a ticket. Listen, you piece of shit. If you do that and that cop <laughs> actually gets sick, I hope they throw you in jail for as long as the law will allow. And, and in case you haven't noticed, by the way, they've really stepped up their game when it comes to sentencing. That was a, the finance minister the other day when he was warning again, people don't cheat the, the wage subsidy. Don't try and cheat. It's... um. Was it a 240% fine? So whatever money you got for the wage subsidy, they'll make it 240% of that ah, is your fine. I like that. And five years in jail. Yeah. Five good. years in jail. Good. good. That's, that's the, assault, man. That's assault. It doesn't matter. It's assault. The spitting thing. Yeah. yeah. Spitting, coughing, that's assault. And I'm glad that we are getting real tough on crime all of a sudden in this country. We weren't for a long time, but now we are. Uh, As we do this podcast, there are numbers coming down. The federal government is finally releasing the modeling data. Mm -hmm. I'm looking at the projections right now. And Kat, it's not very good. They say with strong control measures. That means if we keep doing exactly what we're doing, uh, people have to stay at home. If everything goes on the way we're doing it right now. There will be between 22 and 31,000 cases by next Thursday and 11,000 to 22,000 deaths in the coming months. Wow. Can you imagine losing 22,000 people? And it's such a preventable thing. Stay home. Stay the fuck home. 
Yeah. How hard is it? The amount of people still saying that they're seeing people lingering around places or using an essential grocery shop to, A, bring the whole family. What the fuck are you thinking? And B, just kind of take your time, stroll through the aisles. No, you get in, you get your crap, you get out. When you're going for walks, no, no lingering. Go for a walk. That means move your feet. And we had someone call this morning at our FM morning show, and I thought, what a dumb question. Question. Because, <laughs> like, sorry, not sorry. You know, they said, oh, I want you to clarify, because we spoke with the mayor of Kitchener this morning, and he said, I want to clarify something. I have a friend that's pregnant. And I said, okay, fine, absolutely. Go ahead and ask. Well, if she's pregnant and she's taking a walk through a trail and she needs to stop and take a break on a bench, are you telling me she'll get a fine? Well, first of all, if, if, you're, if you're pregnant, you kind of know your limits in the moment. And I know because I've been there twice, you know your limits. So you know if you should maybe take a short walk. And sure, something might happen. Let's say something happens, you're feeling uh, ill in that moment, or you know you need to take a break. By all means, you can sit on a bench for a moment and do that. But how long do you really need? You know, if it's to the point where you feel really, really sick, then you should go get help or call for help. Otherwise, no, that's considered lingering. And you could get a ticket if you're sitting on a bench just staring at something for 20 minutes. Go do that in your backyard. Is that common? Do people need to stop and take a break when they're on a walk? I guess probably, right? In some cases, you know what, Scott? Sure. And I'm trying to think of those extreme cases, right? Like you still want to get exercise, even if you suffer from any kind of medical condition that might have you stopping for a period of time. I don't see any bylaw officer being that much of a dick that they're saying to you after you sit down for one minute or two minutes to catch your breath, here's a ticket because you're lingering. I don't see that happening personally, but know ahead of time that if you are one of those people, pregnant, medical condition, don't go for that long of a walk. <laughs> like, am I now, being you're not sensitive? a doctor, but am still. I, so honestly, I am not a doctor, but isn't that common sense? Like, it seems, it, is. It, it seems like it just makes sense to me. I mean, I get it. And again, I've been there super pregnant. I didn't go for that long of walks if I felt like I couldn't. And I know that these people know in advance. But anyway, uh, yeah, there's a lot of what ifs and what about this and what about that? And there's still clarification being passed around. But for the most part, you said it. Just stay home and we won't have a problem. We're going to be like this for a while, right? Yeah. I mean, as I look down the line and I'm looking at this curve right now that the the federal government is putting out with the modeling data, can't figure out why it took them until August, or sorry, April the 9th to put it out, but here we fucking are. Mm-hmm. In any case, um, thanks, Teresa Tam. Um, as I look at it and try and figure out the various scenarios, I don't see how we go back to regular normal life until Canada day. I think it's going to be July the 1st. And I, it's weird because everybody freaked out on like the city of Toronto canceling everything until July 1st. I think that's probably a realistic number. I think that it's possible that after may two, four weekend, we could start easing some of these restrictions Mm -hmm. maybe middle of june we can ease more restrictions and send a few more people back to work but i don't see us being mainly back to normal until july 1st and let's be honest we're never going to go back to normal i don't think i'm ever going to walk into a walmart again and feel clean yeah (laughs) i don't think i will if you felt clean to begin with there was probably a problem Well, you know, you just sort of have that general sense that there's no danger. Sure. I was at Walmart yesterday and I I needed to get some Easter shopping done. And I I thought, ah, fuck it. I'll just go in, 
real quick, in and out. Well, I drove there, and it's like less than two kilometers from my place. Drove there, and there was like 40 people in line. I thought, no way, that's not happening. I went home, figured I'd place my order online and either pick it up or I'll just pay the money and have it delivered. Yeah, they don't have an open delivery date until the end of next week. Wow. Or a pickup date. So that wasn't going to happen. So I had to suck it up and drive back to Walmart and get in line. I was one of the only people that didn't have a mask on. I don't know how the fuck everybody got a mask because I don't have one. I don't even know where to buy them because the few times I've asked... Nobody seems to know where they sell them, yet everybody seems to have one. Yeah, I think in a lot of cases, they accumulated the masks. They didn't necessarily purchase them, um, and you're everyday people, because I know some people who work um, construction or work trades where they do have masks available, and maybe in their day-to-day work, they didn't use those masks, but they took a shitload of them before they left or went on a leave. I know that's the case for at least one of my friends. They had a massive pile. I was on a Zoom video with them last week, and they showed me this massive pile. They're like, if you want one, come get one. And I'm like, where did you get that even? And they're like, ah, we took it from work. People made out like bandits before they got sent home. It's crazy. I didn't have noticed that this was going to happen, that it was going to be a work from home scenario. And I certainly didn't expect it to be going on this long. But... I have my, one of my EpiPens is still at the office and I can't even go and get it. Oh no. I would, I would have stolen some paper and maybe some printer cartridges for all the stuff I'm doing here at home, but I just didn't know. Some people apparently did nothing but grab all the hand sanitizer and, and masks they could carry and ran out of work. Yeah. It's amazing how many people have got stuff that they stole. Yeah. Yep. You're darn right, Scott. That's exactly what happened. A couple things here, and I'm going to try and sprinkle some fun COVID stuff with some serious COVID stuff. So let's talk about the amount of day drinking that you're doing. Because alcohol.org put out a study that I found kind of interesting. Because so many people are working from home and they're not going anywhere, they're not driving anywhere, apparently all of a sudden all the rules are out the window and it's time to start pouring as soon as you wake up. Even if you're going to be working from home. 67% of the people in Hawaii, for example, have done a full day bender while they were working from home. That means you got up in the morning, (laughs) cracked a beer, or poured yourself a rye and coke, and started drinking and just kept going until it was time for bed. Because you know why? Because fuck it. Because everyone's saying, because ah, fuck, fuck it. it. That's why. Everyone, everyone right now, and myself included from time to time, not during the day, I, I really can't with little kids, but about one thing or another, if it's not them cheating on their diet, it's them, you know, doing something they never usually do or watching a shitty show. It's a, ah, fuck it. Like, right now, fuck it. That's why. Fuck it. Fuck it. Just do it. Fuck it. W- one in five people stockpiled booze for their period of self-isolation. Okay, the, I, 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 maybe I stockpiled, but I got a pretty good stock on, on even a bad day. I mean, my bar is pretty full. I still topped up. I didn't know it was going to go on this long, and it might go on for a couple more months to come, so I'm going to need to do a few more LCBO runs and beer store runs, but some people went and like cleaned the shelves. Mm-hmm. You almost did. You went looking for rye yesterday, so, didn't you? That girl. Yeah. So this week I went to the LCBO and it took forever to get in, but I got in and and I went to go buy the rye and I thought, you know what? I'm going to buy that fucker with the handle, right? Because I, don't, <laughs> I need a handle I for need, this this quarantine. That's right. I was like, no, I'm doing I'm doing the handle one. So I went looking for it 
couldn't find it anywhere. And sure enough, they had sold out. So it was fine. It wasn't that they were out of rye, but I had to buy a few of the smaller size bottles instead of the big mofo, which I really, really wanted. But people are, st- I mean, that goes to show you people are stockpiling. I'm telling you, if I ever bought that before, there was never a shortage. In fact, it was usually stocked full. The biggest ones were always there. It was the smaller ones sometimes you had trouble with. Well, now, nope, because fuck it. Because <laughs> Once again, because fuck, fuck it. it. People are like, fuck it. I'm buying the 60-ouncer. Fuck it. Let's talk about some travel numbers. First off, I'm shocked at this story. Like, absolutely shocked. But they say the steep drop in air travel has just passed a milestone. Fewer than 100,000 people went through American airport checkpoints on Tuesday. The lowest number since they started keeping track. Down 95% from a year ago. And the smallest number since the 50s. Okay, but who are the almost 100,000 people that tried to get on a fucking plane on Tuesday? (laughs) Where are you going? Yeah. Where are you going? 100,000 people? What? That's nuts. Although I will give a couple of airlines credit. Most of the major ones in the U.S. are offering free flights to New York City right now. Well, you want to talk about a place that you don't want to be. It's New York City. Yeah. But it's for healthcare workers. If you're a healthcare worker in an area that's not being impacted, you can take a free flight to New York and help out their hospitals. Hmm. Hotels. One in five rooms were booked. (coughs) Sorry. Bless you. Hotels. (laughs) 21.6% of hotel rooms in the U.S. were occupied between March 29th and April 4th. I don't know, man. A a 68% decrease. So... Doesn't surprise me. Doesn't it, it's the hospitality industry that's the one that's getting hit the hardest, right? Hospital hospitality and travel, right? Yep. Because those are the two we're talking about the most. It sucks right now. But let me ask you. I mean, I gave you a key. Think of the nicest hotel you can think of. Okay, it's probably going to be one of the Westins or something like that. Okay. So I have here for you, Scott, a key to the Westin. You can go tonight. You can enjoy some room service. Are you taking that key for free? Not a chance. Yeah. yeah. I want to be in my house. You know, they keep telling us, stay home, stay home. Yeah, I want to be home. I feel nice and comfortable and safe at home. I don't need to wash my hands every 10 seconds or every time I Mm -hmm. touch something Mm -hmm. in my home. I don't need to wear gloves. I don't need to do a lot of those things here at home. The second I go out, though, boom, the paranoia sets in. And I'm afraid that every person that passes me is exhaling some sort of a fucking virus into me. Even if it's not COVID, it could be anything. Who knows? I'm afraid. I've developed some sort of a phobia of the outside from all this being safe inside stuff. The thought of going to a hotel room and God only knows what you could catch on a regular basis in a hotel. I mean, shit, I don't want to go there even if it is free. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, In Denmark, sales of sex toys have more than doubled since people were told to stay home and Mm. and, and help stop the spread. Good. That means they're listening. Yes. That's good. This is according to, what's the name of this company here? Uh, Sinful, the biggest sex toy seller in the Nordics. In the first week of April, sales at Sinful rose 110%. They estimate it now commands three quarters of the total market. Yeah, people are masturbating like crazy. (laughs) The the amount of semen being pumped into Kleenexes and sheets and toilet bowls is fucking ludicrous. (laughs) 
Wash your hands, everybody. Wash There's your hands. Fucking jizz everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't surprise me. You know what though? It's weird, but like I'm happy to hear it because. you know there's no shortage of people who are in relationships right now that want to see the other person maybe or what have you and they can't or they would have maybe gone out to the club and hooked up with someone after the fact and they're not doing that so if they can find some pleasurable ways to pass the time in a safe at-home environment then have at your flashlights and your dildos i think that's that's good. That's beautiful. That's a beautiful thing. <laughs> you know, the next big healthcare crisis is going to be all the carpal tunnel. People working at unergonomic desks at home and and all the fucking rubbing one out that you're doing. You know, people That's, are... My yeah. hand looks like a claw. It won't straighten out again. Shit. You know why? Because people are sitting around and they're going, should I do it again? Ah, fuck it. I'll do yeah, it. Yeah, why not? <laughs> yep. But it's fuck it. It goes back to fuck it. Literally. My body is on two different production schedules. Antibodies and semen. Let's keep going. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, two more things, and then we'll get to the, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Misconnections. Misconnections, yeah, from last week. Uh, The Ministry of Natural Resources here in Ontario has put out their annual reminder that it's time for the bears to come out of hibernation. And uh, number one, don't feed the bears. Don't leave anything that the bears might enjoy, a.k.a. garbage, laying around. They say make sure your garbage cans have a secure lid or keep your garbage inside or in the garage so that the bears don't come onto your property looking for food. And also, don't pet the bears. Unfortunately, (laughs) we live in a time where everybody has a phone and people think it'd be fucking great for their Instagram count if they could get a selfie with a bear. I assure you, that bear will kill you. That bear will kill you. you up it'll kill you until you're dead and then kill you again afterwards that's how fucked up that is don't pet the bear listen maybe you think it's all cute like oh wow the bears are further south this year we don't usually get bears in orangeville i'm gonna go take a picture of it yeah that's when you get your leg ripped off that's when there's a bear eating your arm and not that i necessarily give a shit about you if you were that stupid to go and try and get a picture of a bear yeah fine you go ahead and do that you're an adult you make your own choices whatever the problem is they're gonna shoot the bear after it eats you so i don't want the bears to get hurt so leave the bears alone. Right. See, and that's it too. I care about the bears. And I'm with you on that one. I mean, it's Darwinian. You're going to be that fucking stupid and go up and try to pet a bear or take a selfie with a bear. Guess what? You get what you deserve. But you're absolutely right. I am more worried about the bear afterwards. Oh, look, there's a baby bear. It couldn't kill me. Yeah. Well, you know what? Not far from baby bear is mama bear. And even if you don't see mama bear, Mama Bear is going to be pretty angry if you get too close to her cub. So stay away from the bear. Mm -hmm. It's not hard. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. Uh, The federal government, or sorry, the provincial government, this is Ministry of Natural Resources, every year has to put out these reminders. We had to start a bear hotline that people can phone if they see a bear. We have to, uh, they purchase advertising. They use our tax dollars to advertise stupid shit like don't touch the bear. But it's necessary because there are people who will go and try and touch the bear. Yeah. Yeah, here we are. People trying to touch bears. And finally, the COVID economic relief benefit, or sorry, the Canadian economic relief benefit, it rolled out this week. I'm glad that people are getting their money. I mean, 
you didn't do anything to bring on this situation. A lot of people screwed up for us to be in the situation we're in. And and we've talked about that. It's well documented. Go back to the beginning of January with these podcasts when we talked about it. There are so many examples of things we should have done sooner, like closing the borders, like uh, stay-at-home orders, cutting non-essential businesses, all that sort of stuff. We all know that. Mm-hmm. Oh, and by the way, don't give me that excuse. Well, they didn't know. Who could have known? We knew. We were talking about it in fucking January. Teresa Tam knew. She was talking about it in January. She wasn't concerned about it then. Yeah. Remember, risk of transmission remains low. That shit, that was going on three weeks ago. But here we are. Here we are. So people didn't do anything wrong. And they lost their job. So I'm glad the government is stepping up because we pay way too much tax in this country. You're it's damn good right. That they're, good that they're getting the money out. Great. People need it. Yep. 2000 a month, uh, that's probably the bare minimum. But that's good that, that they're getting some. People started getting their payments yesterday. Mm-hmm. All kinds of people wondering, is this right? Like they put $4,000 in my account. Or how come the statement says EI and then I got another deposit that says CERB, C-E-R-B. I spoke to a friend yesterday not really a friend, more an associate, uh, works at the CRA, one of the higher ups. And I asked him, I said, so you pulling your hair out right now? <laughs> he said to me, Scott, it is pandemonium. It is all hands on deck at the Canada Revenue Agency. We know, despite what the minister said in the press conference yesterday, that people are just confused because some of it's back pay and some of it's the current pay, some of it's from the old EI system, some of it's from the new benefit. He said, we know that people got money that shouldn't have got money. We know that. But we were in a rush to get money out the door, get it into people's hands, because we know they need it, particularly with the long weekend coming. We will catch the mistakes. We know exactly where every penny went. We also know there's fraud. There's people who applied for that that shouldn't have got it. And there's going to be people that uh, are gaming the system, to quote the prime minister. We'll catch them. As soon as the money's out the door, this is only a four-month program, we'll catch them. And when we do, if somebody took money that wasn't entitled to it, if somebody got something and they shouldn't have, we'll get it back. And there's probably, in some cases, going to be a penalty and there's going to be interest charges. So if you got money and you shouldn't have, or if you applied for the benefit just because, oh, fuck, everybody else is doing it, I might as well too. Or if you've got that whole... If the government's handed out money, I want my share. If you've got that attitude, because believe me, I feel the same way. I feel like I should be getting two grand. Everybody should be getting two grand. <laughs> no, I'm not even kidding. Yeah, I know. Uh, I know. The NDP is on this and they're right. Every Canadian has been impacted. We should all get the benefit, whether we lost our job or not, and sort it out next year at tax time. In any case, people will pay that back. So if you got money and you shouldn't have, you should probably set that aside and be prepared to give it back to the government or call the bank or or however you do it because the banks aren't even open and and have them send it back. You don't want that on you because penalties and interest from the CRA sucks. Um, the other thing about this, too, is. He explained to me that it's four thousand dollars over four months, sorry, two thousand dollars each month for four months. So if you got the back pay, the retroactive to March 15th, which is weird, some people got the benefit and they didn't get laid off until April 1st, but they got paid back to March 15th. If you're in that situation, just know that over four months, you will get eight grand total. 
eight grand total over four months. So if you thought to yourself, oh, they gave me the back pay. I, I, I didn't even get laid off till the first. So the first two weeks, that's basically free money. It's not. Uh, over four months, eight grand total. You've got to stretch that out for four yeah, months. Yeah, just think, don't think of it as free money right now. I'm going to go spend it all on uh, Lotto Max tickets. Woo! No, don't don't be stupid with the money. Um, reserve uh, essentials only. The same messages that we've been getting for the last few weeks. You got to make it last because if you don't, you're going to be stuck come July, August thinking, yeah. hmm, now the landlord wants their rent. Maybe I should have saved that extra two grand they gave me back at the beginning of April because that was supposed to be my August money. I personally don't like that. I'd rather get it in the increments it's supposed to come in and not have a... I get that it's nice that they sent you the money in advance, but if I had it, I'd spend it. That's my problem. That's a lot. You know what, though? You touch on a good point, though. That's a lot of people's problems because I think there's a couple different types of people. There's the people who will save and reserve it. Then there's the people who look at it and go, I got to spend this. So I am worried about those people, to be honest with you. Well, it's Easter weekend and people have been cooped up and you watch how busy Skip the Dishes and Uber Eats are going to be this weekend because people have got money for the first time in weeks. So they're going to be, fuck it, yeah. get a whole bucket at KFC fuck it. instead of a, 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 a combo. Yeah. Like, you know what? Get me a double chicken instead of a quarter chicken at the Swiss Challenge. That sort of shit. People are going to go hog wild. Sure you know are. what? Two pounds of wings and add a burger on the side just because I've got the money. A hundred bucks in sex toys shipped to my door? Fuck it. Let's do yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Give me a Sibian now. <laughs> that sort of shit. So <laughs> you got to stretch it out. Uh, if you want to treat yourself, yeah, you probably deserve it. If you want to do something nice for your kids for Easter this weekend, okay, sure. They probably deserve it too. But just keep in mind, it's got to last you for four months. Mm-hmm. And and this wage subsidy thing that they're rolling out where they're going to reimburse you for 75% of your company's wages. I think some people are going to get rehired back. And I'm wondering if you got the $2,000 and then you get hired back in the period that that money is intended for, you're going to get double taxed. You're going to get taxed next year on the 2000 and you're going to have the regular deductions taken off your check. So if you go back to work before the four months is up, you better set some of that two grand aside because the CRA is going to want a good cut of that. Yeah, it's more like sixteen hundred in most cases on yeah. average. But anyway, it is the Easter long weekend. No church services this weekend, which is weird. This is a weekend typically where I do go to mass. I would always go on Holy Thursday and on Good Friday. Really? And yeah, yeah, I go to mass. So anyway, uh, I would typically be there this weekend and I won't be. And it's weird to have to live stream a mass. I'm not even sure where I go for that. Like, does does the diocese have it on a, a Facebook page? Will it be on YouTube? Who knows? But anyway, <laughs> it, it's going to be a strange Easter weekend for a lot of people. Uh, family that you may otherwise be with, you won't be this year. So try and make the most of it, everybody. Mm-hmm. And please just fucking stay home. Stay I want this home. over with. I need a haircut in the worst way. I haven't shaved in three months. I was going to grow a quarantine beard, but now I'm kind of second guessing that now that they're saying we could be cooped up until July. Yeah. Uh, I want to get this over with. So everybody just follow the rules. Stay in. Don't touch anything and don't breathe on anybody. Wear a mask. Let's just get this over with. That's right. Otherwise, though, have a great Easter. You know what? Tomorrow's a holiday. Tonight, Holy Thursday, it's the busiest party night of the year every other year. So go ahead and get yourself blasted. Have at it. All right. <laughs> oh, one <laughs> more Fuck thing. it, right? Fuck it. One more thing. Remember the other day in the podcast, we were talking about how it was stupid that they closed the pot shops? 
Yeah. I don't know who it is. I don't know who the hell it is. Mm -hmm. I'd love to find out. But there's somebody fairly well-connected in the government that listens to this podcast, and I'm pretty sure they're taking ideas from us because it's not even the first time this has happened. After that podcast came out, that night they announced, yeah, we're going to reopen the pot shops, but it'll just be for curbside pickup and delivery. Which makes sense. That's exactly the way it should have been. So whoever you unnamed person are, maybe it's Doug himself that's listening. Uh, Hey, Doug, good job. You're handling things beautifully right now. Stay on this path. Make sure the most people get tested possible. And let's get this shit over with. Amen. And don't pet the bears. Don't pet the fucking bears. Have your alcohol. Have your dildos, but just stay at home and stop petting bears. Dildos and rye for the rest of quarantine. (laughs) Good? Everybody good? (laughs) Uh, Okay, guys, as we promised you guys, a bonus edition of Misconnections. This is actually a misconnection from last week, so if you listen to our FM show, perhaps you heard it. Maybe you want to hear it again. But here it is, everybody, for your listening pleasure. We do this Mondays and Fridays at 7.45 a.m. on 91.5 The Beat. It's Misconnections. But there are still people out there looking for other people. They can't find them. So they told the story online. Well, what I'm noticing too, Scott, is a trend here in people who are reminiscing a lot, it seems, and realizing that they did have a missed connection. And now that they're, you know, spending a little more time with themselves, they're realizing that connection was there. Uh, This one is called, I met a woman once. (laughs) Man Man for woman. This was a while ago, but I've had a lot of time to think about the past. The things I wish had happened, that did not. The missed connections. You're Caucasian and cycled by the pond. Monday, September 30th, 2019. It was in the afternoon around 4.30 p.m. I know the date exactly because I put in my calendar, met the one today. You initiated a somewhat long conversation with me. Weird thing to put in your calendar. (laughs) (laughs) You were from a smaller Western Ontario city, but currently reside in Toronto and had thoughts of moving to the southern U.S., We shared some common interests, but you suddenly had to return to work, so our conversation was over. You reached out your hand to shake mine and went on your way. Regretfully, I refrained from suggesting we go on a shared activity together at some point and exchange our contact info, but you were in a rush and I felt it wasn't the time. I'm hoping you find this message now. Maybe someone who knows you will. Please reply with your name and mine if you recall with what our conversation was about and what town you're from initially, so I know it's you. Hopefully we can cross paths and connect again very soon. Uh. <laughs> hey, I remember my diary. I met yeah. the one today. <laughs> so you're out and you meet the one. You went home and detailed that. That's such a strange thing. That had never occurred to me to do that. I wonder if I've got any notes like that in my phone. I make, I make notes of stupid stuff like, oh, remember to pick up bread. Remember to pick up milk. <laughs> Never. Oh, I met the one today. <laughs> the one. Just casually. <laughs> wow, man. That's nuts. <laughs> wrote it in like, that's fantastic. Um, and Love you it. know what? A lot of people, like I said, seem to be reflecting. Um, this one, no. This one happened recently. Here we go. It's called In the Elevator With Me. Hell no. Not a chance. Uh, anyway, it's a man for a woman. It was awkward, but I told you to go ahead and step inside the elevator with me on Wednesday. You were hesitant. We both agreed the length of the elevator was a good six feet, if we had to guess. 
You stood on your side, mine on me. And as you stood there, I noticed scents of lavender or something, maybe lilies, who even knows? It was lovely that I could kind of smell somebody. (laughs) The smell of another person, I miss that. It's been a while, and I know I'm not alone on that. It was a government-type building, and based on some paperwork you had, seemed like you were there to get some kind of letter or something along those lines. I couldn't get a good glimpse. Hit me back. Maybe we can message each other and have a little fun. First off, let's talk about boundaries for a second. Mm. Number one, Mm -hmm. no more than one person in an elevator at a time. Thank you! And you better not touch anything in that elevator because it's been touched by a lot of people. Second off, not only did you invite her into the elevator with you, you stood there trying to see what her paperwork was that she was carrying. You're way too close, dude. No, See, and right now, I don't care who you are. If you try to invite me into an elevator, you might as well be Pennywise holding on to a red balloon saying, Come, cat. Hell no! Stay away! I'm going to shut that door for you. I'm going to shut it or take the stairs. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, stairs. Hey, there's a good idea. Although that's close quarters, too. If you have to pass somebody no, on the stairs. Okay, oh. wait, wait, wait. Stop, stop, stop right there. You go back up. <laughs> go out the door. I'm going to go up. Then you can pass me. It's awkward, though. That's everywhere right now. That's at the grocery store. That's anywhere you go. If you have to go out for your essentials, that's what it feels like. It's that awkward, like, oh, God, who's going where? <laughs> what direction are you going in? I'm going to head the other way. Like So awkward. How nosy is this guy? Come on in the elevator with me. Great. What was he tilting his head trying to... He First off, way too close if you're sniffing her yeah. and picking up scents of lavender. And second off, stop trying to read her paperwork. She wants to get in and out as quickly as possible. And you're sitting there like a private eye of some sort. Trying to read from six feet away. Leave her alone. Is that your company's ROE? Oh, yep, 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 yep. (laughs) I think I can make it out if I squint hard enough. (laughs) You freak. Got my eyes going and my nose going. Now I just need to get some touch. (laughs) What an idiot. People are the worst. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.